0: How prominent of a role will the rookies have in week one when Kansas City comes to town? It's going to be more than you think it looks like at this point.
1: You are Locked On Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: Welcome to Locked On Cardinals, Alex Clancy here. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. Hope everybody had a good Labor Day weekend. I did. I'm out here in San Diego with the family. Um, injuries. That's a storyline that's kind of been in the background this offseason because of how many things have happened surrounding the Arizona Cardinals organization. But there's kind of coming to a forefront now because if You don't know the Cardinals have a football game this week, Sunday. Kansas City Chiefs come into town. Today's episode of Locked On Cardinals is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is a daily fantasy made easy. Okay, pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. First time users can receive a hundred percent instant deposit match up to a hundred bucks with promo code locked on. That's prizepicks.com. Promo code locked on. So Kyler Murray contracts, DeAndre Hopkins suspension, Cliff Kingsbury, Steve Kime contract extensions. A lot has happened this offseason. And the thing in the background that's been a nagging storyline, I guess you could say, are the nagging injuries that the Arizona Cardinals had, you know, with, with, with an exorbitant amount of players. You know, Zach Ertz, Trey McBride, Hollywood Brown, Rondale Moore. You know, Rodney Hudson. There's been guys, and I know that there are injuries everywhere. Like, I I, I get it. I get it. But as we start to get closer to week one, which is five days away, it's going to kind of need to be put into real-life application conversations with who's going to be ready for week one. Cliff Kingsbury came out and said he's unsure if Zach Ertz and Marcus Golden will play in week one. What does that mean immediately? Offensively, you'd think, well, I mean, they've got options. Well, DeAndre Hopkins is out. Well, they've got some tight ends. Trey McBride hasn't played a snap in the NFL. Are they going to rely on the run game? They're going to rely on, I mean, what's it going to look like if Zach Ertz can't play? I'm going to talk about it. Marcus Golden, the lead pass rusher for the Arizona Cardinals. It's been kind of a storyline this offseason. I've talked about it a lot on this podcast. And if this is your first listen, thanks very much. If you've been listening since 2017, thank you. Thank you very much. I, I I truly appreciate everybody who puts their ears and eyes on locked on Arizona Cardinals every day. The Cardinals haven't done a whole lot for the pass rush. They've got Dennis Garnick back from injury, got Marcus Golden. You know, they've got the two rookies in uh, my J. Sanders and Cam Thomas. Victor DiMicheji from Duke, a late-round pick from two years ago, was the best passer rus we've seen during the preseason. He got a lot of snaps. I mean, none of the veterans played. But if Marcus Golden and Zach Ertz are both out, what does that mean for the rookies and second-year players who will need to supplant them and fill their roles in week one against one of the best offenses this sport has ever seen? Even though, you know, it's a different look, it's the same quarterback, it's the same head coach. So first off, as a whole, before I break down what the defense will look like specifically and what the offense will look like specifically if Marcus Golden and Zach Gertz are out. Going into week one, especially on the defensive side of the ball, we're going to find out what the floor is for this team. And I feel like you can find the floor easier than you can find the ceiling through 60 minutes of football. You know, this team's going to evolve. This team's going to grow. This team's going to get better. This team's going to mature over the course of a a 17-game, 18-week season. I mean, that's, that's an obvious statement. But with how many young players are in roles that they haven't, aside from Buda Baker and Jalen Thompson, I guess you could say Byron Murphy also, but... Isaiah Simmons, Zayvon Collins in the middle of the field. Marco Wilson, second year. MyJ Sanders, Cam Thomas, Leckie Fosu, Rashad Lawrence. These guys are now the guys that are going to need to keep this defensive flow. You know, you've got Zach Allen when he's healthy. Good defensive player. J.J. Watt is J.J. Watt. Marcus Golden. But we're going to find out what the floor is against Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, who've had a whole offseason, to prep for this game, obviously, you know, they haven't probably over the last six weeks is when they really started prepping. Like if the Cardinals can keep this team to 24 points, if Marcus Golden doesn't play, that's a huge win. And you'd expect the Cardinals to put up more points than 24. The over-under is the highest at I think 53 and a half uh, going into week one. So people are expecting a lot of points to be scored but we're going to find out a lot about the floor of the defense. Like what it, what the worst they're going to look like is, isn't the right way to say it. But what to expect at a baseline every week for the Cardinals, we're going to find out a lot more about the defense than the offense in week one. The offense is just going to be like, it's going to have three or four different faces this season. You know, without DeAndre Hopkins, Hollywood Brown week one. Without DeAndre Hopkins, Hollywood Brown week four is going to be a completely different offense. Because he's going to be ingrained. He will have played three games with Kyler Murray at the NFL level. And then DeAndre Hopkins comes back. And then it should be all systems go rocket to the moon. Or at least you'd hope that that would be the case. Bottom line, this is going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. And the Band-Aid is going to be ripped off right away to see what the floor, especially of this defense, will look like. Now, if Marcus Golden is out, what will this defense look like with actual players on the field and snap percentages? I'm going to talk about that next because this is going to be a fascinating case study. Not only in GM roster building but maturity and evolution of young players in positions where they absolutely need to succeed to get this team Ws. But overall, this is the future of the organization. If this works in 2022, the Cardinals could legitimately have a Super Bowl window and not just making the playoffs window. And that is absolutely riveting, exciting, Buckle up. It's going to be a lot of fun. If Marcus Golden doesn't play on Sunday, what will this pass rush look like, especially as it pertains to the young guys? Alex Lancy, Locked On Cardinals. First, I'm going to talk about prize picks. Talked about at the top. I've, you know, I've gone around this app, put a couple cheese, cheese sandwiches down, and, like, it's nothing I've ever seen before. So, if you don't know what prize picks is, it's daily fantasy with player projections. Okay. And it's like, okay, so it's kind of like over unders. And so, what prize picks will do is they will say, uh, Kyler Murray will have 300 or 295 and a half passing yards in week one. Uh, Hollywood Brown will have five receptions. Hollywood Brown will have 85 and a half receiving yards. And then you could highlight all three of those and then pick over or under. And so I messed around with it. I did a little with baseball and um, strikeouts, hits. Like it's so much fun. It's like, okay, boom, boom, boom. And you could do up to five and win 10 times your money. Like, it's crazy. It's super easy. Like, I, I went around it. I mean, and I'm not the smartest dude on the planet. Like, it's the easiest thing in the world. Pick two to five players, and if they will score more or less in their prize picks projection. You can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less, and I've done it. It's that easy. Safe and fast withdrawals. Currently operational in over 30 states and Canada. Download the Price Pick app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks with promo code LOCKEDON. If you deposit $100, they give you $100. If you deposit $50, they give you $50. Don't forget to enter the promo code LOCKEDON at sign up for an instant deposit match of up to $100.
1: Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: Alex Clancy here. Uh, Took yesterday off. Spent some time with the fam. Thanks for hanging out. Bear with me. I will be here through the playoffs. And remember, every halftime of every game, I will be live on Twitter Spaces and YouTube. Uh, Join me. Bring a beer. Let's hang. If you don't have Twitter right now and you want to listen, because it's different, you know, it's, so I've tried Twitter spaces. It's, it's a little bit more intimate, even though you don't see my face. It's like, we're all in like this one little thing together. Um, Bring your questions. You can raise your hand doing that. Bring your comments for, for the YouTube page. I'm going to be doing it simultaneously. It's going to be a simulcast. If you don't have a Twitter, just make one at Clancy's Corner. You don't even have to follow me. You can just go search at Clancy's Corner during halftime and I'll be there. We did this last year, worked really well. We're gonna do it again this year, or I'm gonna do it again this year, and it's gonna be really fun. So I'm gonna be here for you. If Marcus Golden is out, what does that mean for the young guys? What does that mean for Victor Dumakagey? What does it mean for my J. Sanders? What does it mean for Cam Thomas? Now, the depth chart has my J. Sanders as the backup for Marcus Golden. And they've got Cam Thomas over a will linebacker backup where he's third string. Um and, I mean, I'm assuming they'll be able to move these guys around a little bit. The only thing that concerns me a little bit is, Mindy Sanders hasn't shown nearly as much as Cam Thomas did in the preseason. Mindy Sanders hasn't shown nearly as much as Victor DiMicheji in the preseason. They play on the other side, but I feel like Vance Joseph and his wizardry will be able to fashion together a pass rush, as, as he calls it, pass rush by association, or pass rush in numbers, by committee with Chandler Jones gone. I'm not necessarily more or less worried if Marcus Golden goes out. Surely, you want him to play. He's a junkyard dog. He's the leader of this pass rush. But we've seen, and and this is, well, it is surprising. And I I would be a fool to say, oh, I saw that coming. Cam Thomas played very well this preseason for, for what we saw. Victor Mukherjee was the MVP of the defense during the preseason. So they've got bodies who can rush the passer. Okay. The Chiefs offensive line, very good, especially from where it was two years ago. So this is going to be a true test to see not only if they can get to Patrick Mahomes but force Patrick Mahomes into mistakes. This isn't like they're playing the Seahawks and they can get away with it. Learning on the learning on the go. The reason why I wanted to talk this whole podcast about the rookies is they're playing Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, in this offense week one, their first test at this level. They're not playing McNeese state as you know a tune-up game before, you know, before the regular season of the college football season starts. It's, That's a far, far cry from this. So while Marcus Golden, if he were to not play, would be a setback for this defense, I don't think it's going to be like, well, if Marcus Golden plays, the Cardinals will be able to win by 30. And if he doesn't, they will lose by whatever. I feel like we've seen enough from the pass rush this preseason. Like this was the plan. Load up the offense, they've got enough on the defensive side of the ball. That's what the plan was from Steve Keim. He knows these players more than most. So if you're going to implicitly trust Steve Keim, the Marcus Golden not playing shouldn't be that big of an impact. It'll be an impact, but it won't be a win if he plays, lose if he doesn't situation. And that's what we're going to be finding ourselves talking about a lot this, this, this season, is this is the package that Steve Kime put together. This is the package where he finds will give the Cardinals the best opportunity to stop opposing defenses. As it pertains to importance of building out a full roster because, you know, did a lot on the offensive side of the ball this offseason. So if Marcus Golden is out, we're going to find out Band-Aid ripped off what the rookies what the second-year player in Victor Dumekeji, and what Dennis Gardeck are made of. Like, Dennis Gardeck was, like, <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't really equated it like this before, but this is kind of, in a sense, what Dennis Gardeck's career has been like, what, what people remember him for here. He had, he had, like, seven sacks and 90 snaps or something, something stupid like that. It's like Matt Flynn throwing six touchdown passes in Week 17 in Green Bay and then getting a massive contract in Seattle and then getting a contract with the Raiders. Like, if Dennis Garnett can put up numbers 40% of that, he's going to be a pro bowler if he plays all year without injury. So maybe it's not fair of me to just write him off. I haven't talked about him a lot this offseason. I haven't. You know, because he was a depth guy. And now he's not really a depth guy. He's a guy guy. Easy, you're gonna play 60 70 percent of the snaps guy and we'll see but bringing this home if Marcus Golden does miss week one which you hope he doesn't if he does miss One, does miss week one, we're gonna find out about myJ Sanders we're gonna find out about Cam Thomas. We're gonna find out what Dennis Gardak can do. We're gonna find out about Victor McCKji because in all sincerity, if they can get to Patrick Mahomes with regularity, and make him uncomfortable because that's really all you can hope to do is make Patrick Mahomes uncomfortable. It's difficult to do because he's much more elusive in and outside of the pocket than people think he's got the running capability and he's got the absolute cannon. If you can make Patrick Mahomes uncomfortable, that's where turnovers happen. Uncomfortability is not the same as pressuring. Uncomfortability is showing him looks that he's not used to. And week one, is the best time to do it because it's a new offense. I know we played some snaps in the preseason, but it's Marquez Valdez, Scantling, and Juju Smith-Schuster, Travis Kelsey still, but no Tyree Kill. It's different. The field's different. The trust isn't there yet. He's just be able to throw the ball down the field to Tyree Kill. Tyree Kill will go get it. It's different. And if the Cardinals can keep him uncomfortable, that would be a roadmap to getting a W at home in week one against Kansas City Chiefs. Alex Lanty locked on Cardinals. I'm jacked. I I mean, it's here. We did it. Collectively, we did it. We got through the offseason, and the Cardinals did us a lot of favors with the storylines that were infused into the downtime of football. We're here. Patrick Mahomes, week one. And if the defense can make him uncomfortable, they can get a W with or without Marcus Golden. Coming up next, what's the offense going to look like? No DeAndre Hopkins. What if Zach Ertz doesn't play? What does that mean for Trey McBride? What does that mean for running 10 or 11 personnel even more than normal? I don't know, but I'm going to talk about it. Alex Lanty, Locked On Cardinals. Next, there's one thing that I always talk about here, and it's Built Bar. If you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs, you're depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. There's a new flavor, okay? <laughs> I feel like... um the boss in other guys when at his Bed Bath & Beyond job where he's getting everybody together. He's the manager there. And he talks about the new bath mats and everybody getting super excited. Total nerd out. I nerd out over Bill Bars. Okay. All the enjoy, all the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it. Plus it's healthy for you. Okay. Covered in chocolate, 160 calories, 15 grams of protein. You can't fake protein. Go to Bill.com to snag a box for you and the family. Like it's like eating cookie dough. It's like your mom or dad are going to come in and yell at you and say, don't eat that for breakfast, but they don't because it's good for you. Like all Bilt Bores and the, no, the new cookie dough chunk puff is covered in 100% real chocolate. That means they're healthy and tasty, light and fluffy texture, protein-infused marshmallow. It's a beautiful thing. You're going to love the new cookie dough chunk puff, whether you need a snack for your workout, a late-night treat, or just need to grab a quick bite. Bilt is the perfect protein bar, and they taste better than a candy bar. Get your calories, fat and sugar, grab yourself a built Bar. Go to build.com, use promo code locked on15. That promo code's different. So if you've bought built Bars before with our promo code, go to built.com, use promo code locked on15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code locked on15 for 15% off at built.com.
1: Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: What does the defense look like without Marcus Golden in week one? Talk about it. We're going to find out the floor of this defense, especially if Marcus Golden doesn't play. But even if he does, we're going to find out this floor of this defense to see what, you know, what the foundation is. how much much growth there needs to be. Because if if they keep the Chiefs under 27 points, I feel like that's a win. You know? Like, what you want to do is avoid the 40-burger. That's what you want to avoid, because that, I know, would be like a, oh, it's overreaction, it's week one. I don't like making that sound lightly. With the... They've made moves towards the tail end of uh, the offseason to fill out the defense of this team. But they didn't bring in any true impact makers. And if they put if they give up a 40-burger in week 1, there's going to be questions. But I'm I don't think it's going to happen. Um if Marcus Golden doesn't play, we're going to see a lot of MyJ Sanders and Cam Thomas and Dennis Gardek and Victor Dimacagian. See what's what. See if Vance Joseph can be electric as he, as he has been over the last three years with blitz packaging, keeping opposing offensive lines and, and quarterbacks guessing. Trey McBride, another guy who's been hobbled this offseason. He caught a pass, I think, during the preseason, ran a few routes. Um, what I was looking for, and if you didn't catch that podcast, it, it's probably a little bit late now, but in the last preseason game, I was hoping for five or seven targets just to kind of get him in, in, in the mix. And – what the one thing that I do remember. There were a couple incomplete passes thrown to him, but there was one where he was the first option, on a second and goal or third goal inside the five. And we're going to be looking for that a lot because the Cardinals have a lot of tall wide receivers. Not all wide receivers are six four. Like six six feet to six one to six two, That's kind of the wheelhouse. The Cardinals have a lot of six four receivers and tight ends: Zach Ertz, Trey McBride, AJ Green. That's a lot. That's a lot of guys. So with Zach Ertz out, Trey McBride was pound for pound, according to the pundits, the best tight end in this draft. And the fact that he landed on the Cardinals, although I had a little bit of disdain towards it initially because they had so many other glaring needs, you know, cool. If he's going to be the tight end of the future after next, you know, after the end of next season and he's ready to roll right now, and you're going to see, I, I don't even like bringing this person's name up, but, uh, Gronkowski and Aaron Hernandez kind of tandem on top of all the offensive weapons the Cardinals have, that would be, you know, a Willy really Wonka chocolate factory scenario. Like, that would be golden ticket. But if Zach Ertz doesn't play, what's the offense going to look like? Say Trey McBride's healthy. Zach Ertz misses week one. I think he gets the targets that Zach Ertz would get. Like, he's ready to roll. And don't look at his Colorado State numbers because they're not pretty they're really not um but with the De- with DeAndre Hopkins out and if, if Zachary were to miss time I think you'd see obviously some Hollywood Brown they're going to put a spy on him and double him I mean if you take so say these three things happen because this is this is this is what I've been thinking about Zachary misses the game Hollywood Brown gets bracketed all game what does this offense look like it's going to be a lot of James Connor It's going to be, hopefully, Rondell Moore taking a little bit of a step forward here. And, you know, maybe you see Greg Dortch, maybe you see Andy Isabella, but I feel like A.J. Green is going to be a guy that is still going to be relied upon in some capacity to move the sticks. Like, I hope people understand how important A.J. Green was to this team when DeAndre Hopkins went out. I know it didn't go well. And I know A.J. Green's uh, uh, numbers weren't fantastic. But there were very few passing options for the Cardinals. It was A.J. Green and Zach Ertz. And Zach Ertz was the better of the two. But A.J. Green was paramount to this team staying in games. So if Zach Ertz misses the game, what is Trey McBride's role going to be? I think he's just going to step in and run the routes Zach Ernst would have. Like, hopefully this will be just a rock star movie um, scenario. Rockstar. I talk about it a lot, or I have over the course of time, Mark Wahlberg movie there. He's a super fan of a rock band and the lead singer of said rock band looks at Mark Wahlberg who dressed up just like him in the front row, gave him a microphone. One day, Mark Wahlberg jumped up and took over the band. And then at the end of the movie, he did the same thing to another fan. Like that's, it's like the running back room in Seattle. It's just like, it doesn't matter who's there. There's going to be production. And I feel like that's what's going to happen with Trey McBride. And it's going to be interesting because if Trey McBride comes in and just makes an impact right away, this offense is going to be so much better than it already is. Another weapon, another weapon. And he's also a great blocking tight end. So if he has a George Kittle comp, and ends up at 75% of what George Kittle has done in his career, hopefully without the injuries. Like, this offense is going to be great in perpetuity. But to answer the simple question of, if Zach Ertz doesn't play, what is Trey McBride's role going to be? I think he's just going to step in and play as if he's Zach Ertz and just mao in the middle of the field, just eat in the middle of the field. And I think it's very important to understand that while he does have his shortcomings, Cliff Kingsbury, with this many weapons, he's going to be able to get players in positions to succeed. And all you need is one guy to play to be open. So good luck defending, putting seven or eight in the box against James Conner, which will happen at times. Making or accounting for Hollywood Brown's speed. Accounting for Rondell Moore's speed. And accounting for A.J. Green's old faithful running routes and catching contested passes. Like, that is nightmare fuel for opposing defenses. Because Trey McBride's big. You can't put a linebacker on him. He's too fast. Good luck putting anything, any player but a corner on Rondell Moore. And A.J. Green can catch a ball in double coverage still. Like this is obvious. This is like you know a perfect scenario situation. But if Zach Ertz doesn't play, I think the tight end position will be fine. I don't think it's going to be Zach Ertzian, but I feel like it'll be even with Zach. Like think of it as a young Dallas Goddard. Dallas Goddard went from nobody knew who he was to a couple games in fantasy football. of, Oh sweet mother, I got to put him on for depth. To being one and one A to Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz would be between the 20s, and Dallas Goddard was Carson Wentz's favorite red zone target, not named Alshon Jeffrey. Like, if you can put in Trey McBride, if Zach Ertz were to miss Sunday, I think you're missing less than if Marcus Golden were to miss on the defensive side of the ball. Because Vance Joseph is already pass rush by committee, he's already said it kind of said it with a weird with a weird smile on his face too like he was almost I'm not saying this is the case but it looked like he's like well Chandler Jones is gone so now I can do what I want I'm again not quoting him that's what I took away from that all in all if Marcus Golden and Zach Ertz were to miss week 1 against the Chiefs it's still the Chiefs so if they both play it's still going to be a tough game for the Cardinals to win but I think with what's been done during the offseason With those positions specifically, it's not going to be that far of a drop-off. Now, was it going to be that high to begin with? We don't know. Was the pass rush going to be good without Marcus Golden or with Marcus Golden? We don't know. We're going to find out Band-Aid ripped off, see where the floor is week one. Was the tight end position going to be, aside from the first six weeks, a super integral part of the offense like it was last year? We don't know. It's going to be integral. It's going to be a part of the offense. But when you have DeAndre Hopkins back, Hollywood Brown, wide receiver one, James Conner, Daryl Williams, Eno Benjamin, Jonathan Ward, A.J. Green, Rondell Moore, Andy Isabella, Gray Dortch, you hear what I'm saying? Kyler Murray's legs. Where's the tight end going to fit? We don't know. And that's what week one is all about. So if this were a must-win game and you're missing Marcus Golden and Zach Ertz, yeah, it would be way more impactful than week one in a, it's like the first real preseason game or the last real preseason game. You're not going to find out a whole lot about the extent of how how far a team can go just from week one, but you'll be able to get kind of, kind of a feel about what trends could be continuing throughout the rest of the season. It's going to be fascinating. Alex Clancy locked on Cardinals. Um, Thursday, we have the crossover. With Chris Clark and Ryan Tracy from Locked On Chiefs. It's gonna be fun. Every Thursday we do a crossover episode. It's gonna be a full episode. It's great because we listen, we're jam-packed with talent here. A host, a show for each NFL team. I mean, this is gonna be a really, really fun season. Alex since you Lockdown Cardinals. I'll talk to you tomorrow.